I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me. And he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, loveys. Hello, hello. Okay, so I was going to dedicate more of the show today for um, readings because we had so many people last um, last. A week um, waiting to get readings um, and so not the case so anyway if you do want a reading that number is 347-539-5122 or just to say hey or connect and press one on your keypad and um, that gets you in the queue Ah, hello in the chat, the Sacred Space of Empowerment Room. Also, my co-hosts, cohorts, and the sound engineers, they let me know how the sound is and help to ground the energy, um, which is so wonderful. Couldn't do it without them. Oh, okay. So, again, number to call in, 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad. If you want to get on air to chat, to say hi, to let us know how your soul path is going, your awakening, uh, whatever you'd like to share within the context of the podcast, that is. And if you would like a reading, please press one. All right, everyone. Um, also, just a gentle reminder for all things awakenings, please email awakenings podcast. Uh, gmail.com. Um, I do not regularly check DMs and PMs, okay? But if you, you know, if you put a comment on Instagram or Facebook, I'll see or Twitter, I'll see that. It's just, just too much to do the PMs and DMs, you know, regularly. They get checked at some point, but some of you had, you know, your messages there quite a, a bit, uh, and we really do appreciate the guests. Uh, suggestions very open to people um, you can also if you have a relationship with someone that you want on the you know to get on the program you can just have them email awakeningspodcast at gmail.com and then um, Sadie the producer will follow it follow up on it follow through on it also this week um, Saturday July 25th I am doing another teleworkshop aligning to your future self to shift, to align to what you want to manifest. So we're going to be doing some timeline um, interplane work, journeying and work, um, as well as opening to guide work. So connect to your future self for what you want to envision and understand the role and insights of your higher self, which is the navigator part of you. You want to be with the navigator um, I don't know if you guys are feeling it. Let me know in the chat or, or, if, you, or if you're listening by phone. What, are you feeling um, 
there's been a palatable shift in energy. Um, it started, la- I mean, we, we felt it something like 2017, then 2018, we went into higher gear, obviously 2011, 2005, you've heard me talk about that. Uh, what everybody was saying to, was going to be 2012 actually happened 2011. But that February, I keep going back to this, what the guides and the Oversouls had said in, coming through, that February and March would be would be because as I was posting, so I put this in my videos on YouTube. Um, by the way, thank you those that have subscribed to my videos and have been sharing them. Uh, I so appreciate all of you and um, all of you actually that have been connecting on Instagram and Awakenings uh, community page on Facebook as well. Um, I just love what you guys are posting and I love what you're sharing. So anyway, I've been posting this and they kept saying, you know. Tell them. So every, you know, and I kind of didn't get it until like April. I looked back and no, no, it was March actually when this all started happening. I thought, well, I better go reread and rewatch some of this stuff because I was noticing the, I, I think it was around December, January, January, I was getting this message what happens in February and March will predict the whole year. It, it's, it's like a, a template, a guide. It's, it's, you know, going to be showing what's happening, what's the energy and what's going to be happening. And then also in the, within the next two, maybe three years, two, two and a half to three years. Um, again, why I always, when I'm doing timing, although sometimes I can be very exact, I always give some a little bit of room. And that's because of us and our consciousness, because we can, um, oh, that's weird. Somebody's trying to call in. Spirit inform. Maybe that's why nobody's getting in. Should I refresh? When I tried calling in and said the wireless caller you're trying to reach isn't available. Uh, Spirit inform, are you calling 347-539-5122? 347-539-5122 and press 1 on your keypad. Because I've logged in to the switchboard. I guess I could see if I can try to call in on another line. Um, anyway, so February and March, uh, it, it's, it's showing what is going to be happening for the rest of the year, but also what is going to be happening in the next two to three years. Knowing that, how do you prepare? Um Let's see what happens. I'm actually calling in the show and see what it says on another line. Okay, it's ringing. It didn't work a minute ago. Ah, it says you're calling the party. Hi, Angie. I don't know if there's another number. Oh, yeah, something isn't working. So 347-539-5122. You can also try 425-292-4444. Yeah, it's not. Okay, that's why. Oh, sorry, everyone. Oh, I was going to do pretty much, you know, all readings. But, again, I just tried to call. So something's off with um, BTR. I guess I could hang up and try again. What the heck? 
right? Online works. Oh, so what does that mean? Yes, I couldn't get in to listen via phone. Okay, so let's see what is happening here. Let me try something. I don't know what would happen. Uh, so people are listening through the browser. Okay, so I was able to get in. You can try 425-292-4444 um, to call in. I don't know how what that would do. Um, because if I end the show, I don't think I, I can't start another show, or I don't know how it works. I'd have to, let's see. It's always in the shadow period of Mercury retrograde that stuff happens for me or with me or to me. <laughs> it doesn't happen during the retrograde. It's either before or the shadow period after. So there's a glitch with BTR. Yeah, spirit informed. Better not to hang up or won't get back into your show. Yeah. I um no, I did I did hang up. Let's see. Wow, okay. I don't know what that means. I'm gonna have to probably call our guest then. I'm glad you guys told me this. Okay. So what we're meant to, at least you can listen by browser, yes. Guess you have to talk your <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I was all, see, you just never go. You plan for something, uh, spirit and form. I think BTR is having technical difficulties. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because I'm able to call in. You know how much of a multitasker I am, you guys. While I'm talking, I actually called in using my client healing office line. I actually called in to the show, and it says, we're trying to reach the person you're trying to reach or whatever. Um, and then I'm just waiting. And then it's come, somebody comes back on and says, uh, we can't reach the person, you're, you know. So, ETR, an inflappable I know, right? <laughs> I wish I was this way when I had my TV shows. It's just been hanging out, chatting, and doing all this because I – Actually, I didn't get slapped too much when I did TV um, when I had my talk show. Sometimes I would, though. Usually before. Once I'm in a role, I'm okay. It's it's the before that would always get me, kind of like a stage fright thing, you know. But once I'm in the flow, and my producer, the executive producer, used to say that, too. She'd be like, once you get going, you can't shut you up. You could just go for days. <laughs> Oh, loveys, I'm so sorry. I'm just hoping maybe some of you can call in via the Internet if you wanted a reading or to say hi. Um, I'm not sure of the other options here, frankly. Or you could just put your your um, input or your question in the chat room. That's another option as well. Because something is off. Maybe BTR didn't pay their bill. <laughs> Who knows? Okay. All right, gang. So people are wondering what's going to be happening. If, have you noticed the shift in energy? I'm going to go back to this. And I've been talking about this, and I have, by the way, a lovely reading. I'm going to give a shout-out because we have so many listeners, and I have so many YouTube subscribers and Facebook people and Instagram with the same name, so I'm not calling anybody out, but Catherine. 
lovely reading I had with her. Uh, she did a personal private reading with me. And she's doing some kind of energy work or I don't know what with the body, the psychogeometry. And I could just feel this amazing energy when we started talking about it. She started sharing about it. Um, <clears throat> I'm definitely seeing people are really aligning to their truth and their soul. And when I say truth, I don't mean from the headspace. I mean from the truth of who they are. And so all of this pressure everyone is feeling, all of this unknown, is to push us into the knower, the causal point of ourself, of our existence, which, by the way, is even beyond good ideas. Because I thought I was feeling for people. We had so many callers, probably 40 or 50 people in queue last week. And, you know, I didn't, I probably, I don't know how many I got to, maybe 10 or I don't know how many. And so I really wanted to open up the program today to um, get to those readings. You know, I promised and I wanted to anyway. So understand, even if you have some well-intentioned idea, there may be a bigger picture, a bigger plan for whatever reason. And this is why we're being, in a way, trained. We're being trained to connect into our higher which is our chartreuse. The ego is like the mask. Maybe that's the, the metaphor for wearing the mask these days. It's, it's the outer, which is fine. It's the surface. It's, it's part of the temple, you know, the body. It's part of the body. Even though the body is upright of the soul, it's, you know, has consciousness. But what we see on the outside or how we, how we externally seem to navigate you know, by the car, the clothes, whatever we drive, whatever we like, you know, all of that, it's a referencing point, right? Yes, and also it is to keep us safe. You know, it's, it's part of the lower mind. It's part of the reptilian brain, the medulla oblongata, you know, the ancient part of us that's instinctual. But there's other parts of us. There's other parts of us that are being called more into being. They've always been there. But in the new paradigm, as these parts loosen up and lessen and dissolve, and that becomes usable energy to come back into source energies to be created and recreated with, the functioning is being less and less. And this is why you have to follow your intuition, your insight, multitask, multi-flexibility, go with the flow, understand, which one of the things I'm going to be talking about and we're going to experience in the teleworkshop is what's happening with the timelines. We are not only in a karmic completion cycle where you're completing karma where you like have choice now. You have more choice coming from the higher self. And it's not just karmic completions, it's karmic culminations, which is different parts of you have been wrapped up and brought in together. It's like making a soup. When you put in the individual seasons, you can taste those individual seasonings. You can taste even the individual ingredients until it's simmered enough. So we've been simmering. So many of you may be feeling a lot of questioning, a lot of unknown. Many of you might be feeling like you want to jump out of your skin. What am I going to do? Many of you may be feeling on fire, like I want to do this. I want to talk here. I want to make this. I want to go here. I want to create this. I want, yes. Yes, because you've simmered enough. And so when you've simmered enough, it's time to eat. It's 
time to ingest. It's time to take in and also release out. So a lot of you have been taking a lot in. You've been simmering. And so now you're feeling like this new me, new version. It's a new version. right? That's where we're going. 12-stranded DNA. The etheric field, living more in the etheric field and in the etheric plane and recognizing that is part of the earth plane as well. Well, that's what 5D is. You know, I always said 3D and I wish people, and then I did get corrected by a couple of um, quantum physicists we had on the show years ago. And they said, we actually do live, 3D is really 4D because you count the ethers, the energy around. So like when you look at a 3D object, there's really four dimensions there. There's the object and then there's the space around it or with the space in which it's, you know, is taken up, right? So if you start operating more from the etheric field, you will connect more into the 5D reality or realities, and above. And, and, and the whole idea is to anchor or ground those realities. That's the ascension, the going up out. We, we look at it as up and down because we're living in a, we have the idea of gravitation. But it's really extending or expanding beyond dualistic thinking, dualistic living, being stuck in the duality or the polarity plane. When we're at one extreme of the polarity plane or the other, we lower our vibrational frequency because it limits our connection to source energies and from that, everything and everyone. So the more we're able to engage with other people's ideas and beliefs, even though you can have the preference not to believe it, you begin to ascend more. You align more to the soul. Because you can get clear information. It's hard to get clear information when you're too for or against something. Because that means you're stuck in the ego. You go at playing for some people as well. Let's see if there's any questions. Um, ooh, tinnitus usually has to do um, spirit and form. Ringing of the ear, anything has to do with balancing. Or get, check your neck. Notice how you're sleeping. I've been noticing a lot of stuff right now, and Athena, I will get to you too. Thank you guys for putting questions in the chat. I've been noticing a lot with the body, and I noticed this even more, well, when Chiron went into Aries, because Aries rules the self, right, Um, the head in particular. And so you see all this information that came in around that time about the brain, you know, neuroplasticity, um, a lot more brain research, um, talking about the brain and the mind, talking about how the heart connects into the gets information and then essentially passes it up or tosses it to the brain, and then there's this conversation between the heart and the brain. So, so much more awareness. Um, next, you're going to even find more with the heart, but also the gut, the inner knowing, that Hada center the solar plexus, um, and how those are the three main centers. We get information through everything, through our, our knees, our feet, our hands, our whole body, our skin. We, we get a shuddering. We get a goosebumps, you know, confirmation bumps, goosebumps when something so resonates. We light up 
one of the things that's happening with everyone is you're going to find areas. So pay attention to what is needing attention or healing right now in your body. Also, your mind and your emotions absolutely do it all, but specifically the body. I mean, one of the messages I got the other day, I was, I was tuning into my higher self, I was thinking, what do I need to do on my path right now, you know, to assist myself? Like, I'll work with somebody, get sessions. I have people that I work with, whether alpha theta healing, it's repatterning, whatever, therapy, whatever I need to do. Cranial sacral, whatever I do, whatever it is, whatever sound healing, whatever massage, body work, chiropractic. And the message I got was work with the body and the chiropractic. And my chiropractor is so high vibes. Shout out Dr. Kenji, a good chiropractor. Um, in Santa Monica, a little bit of a hike for me, but so what's happening right now? And again, Uranus and Taurus. Yes, Taurus is the earth, but we are the earth. Our physical body is made, you know, of the earth, right? Ashes, goes to ashes, right? Breaks down into the, like, dirt. So, and also with all this Saturn, Saturn ruling the skeletal system, right? As they say in England, skeletal system. Um, So a lot is going to come into play, not just the brain and the head, but our body, because we need to heal and adjust and do things with the body, for the body that helps heal on a cellular level. These last bit of healing, okay? Because anything that's ever happened to us stays also in the cells. And it does affect us, even the way that we have our body positioning, or the way we position our body or, our, you know, body mechanics or posture, um, let alone other ills, you know. So really the immune system calling into play, this is an updating and up-leveling for all of us. So anything that has to do with alignment specifically to the body and you're feeling out of alignment, uh, spirit-informed things like cranial sacral would be good for you is what I'm hearing. And one of the med- things that I got today in my meditation for today's um, podcast was get out of the head. That's exactly how my higher self said it. Get out of the head. Get out of the mind. So a lot, you know, there's a lot of trying to figure out what's going on. Figure. We've gotten enough information, whether you've gotten it from yourself or research, information that I've channeled and passed on. And now it's about feeling, attuning to the feeling of what's right for you and the timing. If you have to wait, for something to manifest or come through, what's the best way for you to do this? To wait. One way is by taking care of the body, prepare the body. That came through in like three or four sessions I had with individual people yesterday. So it is, that is a huge message. And actually the last, I think it was around 2011 that started coming in because I start, and then again, more 2017, 2018, I started writing about this quite a bit and talk, doing posts on this. Because remember, we still have the same body that we had at the turn of the century. So look at all, you know, the people, you know, micro radio frequencies, EMFs, ele- you know, electromagnetic frequencies, different something, you know, whether it's communication, virus, whatever. So that's what needs attending to. 
And tinnitus always has to do something with, you know, again, balance. Are you thinking too much? And look at alignment. Um, there also can be, I wish I remembered this because years ago I worked with someone. I tuned in psychically. I did, um, you know, sometimes, I, you know, I'm just open to channels. So sometimes I can be, you know, a bit of a medical intuitive as well. I used to actually do quite a lot more of that in the, I don't know, mid-90s mid to about, I don't know, 2005 or so. Um, that was a big focus for me and a lot of healing and energy work. Um, but anyway, I worked with somebody and I tuned in and I don't know what I told them. I can't remember. I wish I'd written it down. Came through. I think it was a homeopathic something because this person had had tinnitus so badly. It's a guy. He's also, I remember him, day trader. Um, I can see his energy now. That he had trouble sometimes getting up out of bed. And I told him to take something, but it came through in the channeling. And he took it, and then, I don't know, a few days later or something, it was gone. So, but again, all, that is a symptom. So the same thing, it, it may not be good for everyone. You have to find what it is for you. What is your body saying? What are you not listening to or need to listen to? Or how can you support your body or adjust? And Spirit and Form, I get with you a lot with alignment and adjustment. So, again, it can be different things. I've worked with a lot of people that have had that. Some people, they've had water in their ears. I don't even know how it got in. It was the moisture. Um, you know, one thing is you may want to steam, you know, pot of bubbling water. Just be careful. You put your head in it and put your, uh, you know, above it with the steam, put a towel over. Um, but sometimes we need manual or physical adjustment. Okay, Athena, I have a question about dreams. I keep having the same dreams over and over about my fear of staying on college campus again in my old college from many years ago. I have this dream at least once or twice a month. Woo, Athena, powerful. Okay. So, reoccurring, now by the way, I started having a reoccurring dream also that I've had. I had the other night. And those dreams usually are, I call archetypal dreams that when you're going through a certain change, like huge change, they come up for you to look at something and review. It's got, it's got enough juice. It's got enough symbolism. It's got enough messaging that reminds you of what's going on now. Um, there's a, yeah, there's enough of an archetypal or a metaphor or an analogy of what's going on with you now. And, and again, so it's some kind of um, uh, learning lesson, okay? So you want to ask, what's the feeling in the dream? Let me know. What's the feeling of seeing in the dream? You can put it in the chat um, is what you want to look at. Now, the thing with school or uh, what was it? Just a second. And I did see there's another person, White Keller Lily. I'll get you to reading. Um what was it on the campus for many years ago? Fear of staying on college campus. So what does that mean to you, college campus? What does that mean? Does that mean in a certain group, a certain society? Is it society? Because they always say college is a, is, is a mini preview for the world, right? It's like a, a little dry run of what you're going to, people are going to experience in the world. All school is to some degree, but 
college or university is much less, um, oh, here's the word, manicured. Uh, because you, 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 you know, your scope or your, the people that it is widening, the people that you're connecting with is, is widening than perhaps your, you know, even your high school, depending on where you go to school, but still, and it's much more, the, the high school, you're much more regimented. You're kind of on your own. The thing that I'm getting with that, Athena, is I keep, I keep getting, there's a fear of, am I going to stay on my path? Let me see, what did you write? Oh, fear of going backward, and I hated dorms. Okay. So I would say there's a fear of you on your path. Am I going to go? Am I going to be able to do it? Am I going to be able to move forward? Am I going to stay on my path? And am I going to be, and, I, and the campus can be life. Am I even going to be able to do it, be successful? So that's another thing this, this morning in the meditation I heard. Uh, oh, because I re-listened to. I think it's the weekly soul insights video if you haven't listened to it if you're a new listener here on awakenings or you haven't listened to it um if you feel a resonance to what i'm saying i'm not trying to push anything on anyone <laughs> um listen to or watch the video i believe it was the energy the soul path reading and energy update for this week um so from monday to monday so it, it, it applies during the whole uh, week through the weekend or whenever you, you know, watch it. But there was a lot, and I thought, ooh, this really is happening. A lot of you, things have been, you've been getting the messages, you've been trusting, having faith, you've been doing your spiritual tools, spiritual practice, soul path tools, on and on and on, healing, and, you, you know, you're, you're moving forward, and screech, doubt, doubt, doubt is creeping in or less confidence, or is this really real? Or you've connected or reconnected with someone. I'm getting that could be the doubter within you, or there's somebody external to you that maybe has a lot of doubt or brought up some doubt to you, like, are you sure you want to do that, or can you do that, or what? What are you going to do? So you need to isolate that part of you, and, that, and whatever that person said to you, catch it and just notice it and just in your own mind say hmm, that's one point of view just that you have to acknowledge it if you don't acknowledge the doubt it gets bigger and bigger and starts to scream you have to acknowledge that part you know even say i hear you okay that's one point of view okay i hear you and then go to the uh, now we're going but we're going to what we're focusing over here I hear you, note taken, good, I see you, okay. And if it's a person, make sure you're not too entangled, especially emotionally. Because very often when we're about to do something big or a next step, next level, we do have a little parade. I, a dear friend of mine who's just an amazing um, actress, um, comedian, dancer, performer, entertainer, and she's won awards. She's been getting some, I haven't seen it because she raises the comments, but um, I guess kind of, I don't know, trolling, hater comments or whatever. And then they're DMing her, you know. And, of course, she's like me. She doesn't really go in the DMs or PMs, but every now and then you have to because sometimes people can't get a hold of you or they want to do a session 
or sometimes, you know, sometimes I go in there and it's just lovely, like, hey, I love the video you did, or good to see you, or thank you, you're in, whatever, hi, how are you, whatever, the connection feels so good, but unfortunately, the, the box is open, so the inbox is open, so, but I thought to myself, wow, you're really going to this other level, because she's doing these, um, Maria Costa, she, I follow her on Instagram, and she's doing these skits, and they're just, she was kind of like Afro-Latina Lucille Ball. I really, I really, I feel a kinship with her. Um, compadres, you know, close. So do Alma, soul, soul, friends, kinship. But I've just been doing my little emojis of love or go for it or, on, you know, and she really thanked me for the support. And, and I just see what she's doing because she's doing what she loves to do. She's expressing. And she's a very talented, um, I guess, actor, entertainer, performer. Uh, she's done plays. She wrote a play or one, you know, that traveled around the world doing um, quite a lot of success. But so just know that when you start really opening up and as you shine more, that light attracts a lot. And some people really need the light. They want the light. They're attracted to it, but because they don't perceive it in themselves, it's like the little kid that has a car or a toy, whatever it is, and then, but they want the one that somebody else has. No, I don't want that one. I've seen it when I'm teaching. No, that's exactly the color. No, I want that one. No, it's the same color. It's the same size. It's the same toy that we brought them together. They're like, no, I want that. They always get that one. Okay. So sometimes people perceive this in their mind that they want something that you have, but they don't perceive or feel they can have it. Or they don't perceive they have it already and they don't perceive they can attain it. And maybe they can't. Some people can't. And so they strike out. So any of you that are noticing that right now, either around you or to you, just recognize that it's your light and find the support within yourself, the validation, the support, the compassion, the love to believe in you and then externally be more around people in situations, podcasts, like other posts I don't even listen to. I, I like people getting caught up. I'll, I'll, sometimes people will call me or friends or oh, this and that, and I'm like, you know what? I just don't even go there because, first of all, the people that really want to awaken and live more higher conscious, more connected, interconnected, are doing that already, and they're going to see something and be inspired by it. You know, trying to defend one's point of view doesn't really help. Um. Although I did listen to, who was it? I don't even know who the person is. Somebody in pop culture, but his take on Kanye. I did listen to a couple of those. <laughs> Gave me a little chuckle and something, I don't know. So um, so I listen, I watch, but I'm not going to get caught up. Especially sometimes I do. I'll, I read something and I know it's so base. Um, I, and I know it's so old paradigm 
and there is that part of me that wants to come through because I hate people to be stuck in something limiting, but I just let it go because I'm like, you're not, forget about convincing. This is not a time of convincing. This is a time of water seeks its own level. This is a time of gathering those that are more like-minded. Like minded. I don't mean little mind. I don't mean in a polarity way, pulling way. Be able to hold the space or allow that others are going to have their experience. That's why we're not trying to change anybody right now. That's the old paradigm. In other words, that's your experience. You're allowed to have your experience. And so am I. So you may not agree with what I'm doing, and I may not agree with what you're doing. And I may even see what you're doing as harmful to you. If you're close to me and you're open to it, I can share something with you, or I can say, hey, that may not be such a great idea what you're doing, or this is leading you down a pathway. Um, but if they're not read, then it's okay, because that's their choice. That's that's where they're responding. Let's see. Oh, I did a phone interview for a position, and I'm wondering if I'm going to get it. I may be moving out of town, but I believe if I get it, I'll be remote for a while. Hi, Joyce on Happiness. Okay, let's look and see about Happiness. Oh, I for some reason feel a move. Um, yeah, Bob, you're right. The best that I can do is just let my own light shine. Yep, everyone's on their own journey. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, in the old paradigm, because of the separation, so much on that separation, we ha- there was that game of, like, Chris, you know, going out there and proselytizing. Instead of letting the indigenous or native people have their religion or beliefs it's like no now you got to believe in this one because i care about you so i want you to believe in the christian because like now the the, the thing is okay you want to believe that over there go ahead find the place the earth is big find the place and space and time where you can have that reality because you're going to be seeing a multi-level realities on this earth plane there always has been but it's going to be much more pronounced Joyce, unhappiness, I do feel a move. Where are you wanting to, because I do feel there's a move around you. Um, yeah, I've just asked. I've looked at it twice. Wherever it is, I think you're going to be able to do the job that you interviewed for because it's showing a move, but it is also showing something to do with your career picking up, okay? Yeah. I just asked it again, 10th house, Aries, 10th house, Mars and Aries, 10th house. So you're asserting yourself, put yourself out there. Somebody else asked a reading. Let's see. Athena. Hmm, that sounds good. It makes a lot of sense. I'm always hard on myself when doing well in my career. Yeah, see, Athena, you're just waiting for that other shoe. The little doubter came in, and it's coming through in your dream to nip it in the bud. See, everyone, this is why I'm doing these teleworkshops, and I'm going to be doing some other ones where if you want to journey with me, every couple of weeks we'll get together. Because um, we've got to catch ourselves, catch each other. The pillow of light. Um, every time we go to a new level, that part comes in. Oh, it's not happening this way. It's happening this way for John and Susie. Why is it happening this way? Or, you know, 
happening this way for Starfire. Pink Starfire is doing so well. And Radiant Robert, what, what about me? You know, okay, you have your own timing, your own unfolding. Go within, take care of the body. Catch the doubter. Don't try to get rid of the doubter. Don't chastise. Have compassion for that part. It's perhaps helped you before, but watch it in other people, though, because that energy can transfer to you. Let's see. Anybody else? Atlanta. Okay. Hi, Nadia. Ooh, en route to check out a house that's about two hours away from where I'm currently living. Do you see me moving there? Is it good to move right now? Yes, moving. A lot of you are moving. This this is the mass between this year and next. I see it. I saw it a few years ago. I called it the mass exodus. Some people moving from the big city to a small town. Some people moving from the beach to the desert. Some people moving from the desert to the mountains. Some people from the mountains to the beach. Some people from the skyscraper to the to the little, I don't know, hut. It's huge. Some people from Europe to the States. Some people from the States to Europe. Some people to Hawaii. Bali, all over. Because, again, all the changes that are coming up have to, that now have to do with lifestyle. Now you're talking about the soul. Where is the best place for my next level of soul expression unfolding that has the most vibrational resonance for me? Anytime we've done a lot of work on ourselves, there's usually a move. Or or we remodel our house or something changes, right? Those of you that are old enough, it could be people... Your children leave and go to school. That's a big change. Or somebody comes back to live with you, you know, or you redecorate. You know, it's the same with our clothes. We go through big changes. Something changes in our clothes or our hairstyle. So right now the souls are really awakening. And I I, I don't mean the souls. Souls are, are whole complete and fully awake. It's we're awakening. The, the personality, the earth part is awakening to the soul. And the soul operates by resonance, not by thinking. Thinking comes after. It's a nice pastime for the soul, for our spiritual side. It's very nice to think, philosophize, and talk. But the soul navigates to resonance, harmony, harmonization, resonance, coherence. It's all about feeling, feeling beyond emotionalism. It takes the emotions into account, the energy in motion. So our soul is very much a broadcasting, receiving signals, using our energy in motion, our emotions, to create and co-create. It's very instinctual. The soul naturally goes towards what is most life-enhancing, always does. It's navigated by the higher self. Okay, that's the seamless connection. So everyone is being guided to not only careers, jobs that are the next level, but you are being guided to your soul team, what I'm hearing for some of soul team, soul tribe, soul family, and it requires physical movement. Now, some of you would also will be physical movement in the in the etheric plane of the internet or internet through the ethers. You'll be connecting with different people, different pods, communities, groups, whether online and or in person. But many of you, in fact, I'm I'm going to be doing a move myself. Many of you will be guided to a new place because 
everything's being positioned. There's new people that you need to meet to connect with in person. So, yes, it is a good time to move. And if you're feeling that, but wait, but see the opening. Now, I feel for you, um, joyful, joyful and happiness, yours is more about where you really feel of resonance, okay? So it's more about you making a choice, a conscious choice. Some of you, it'll be just openings. It'll come from a job or you go visit someplace and then you realize this is where I want to be. I would suggest to anyone that you go visit. Like I had a, a client of mine. Oops, we got to get to. I'm going to have to call her to Rue in a minute. Um, so glad to have her on the show today. Um, I, I suggest that you, you go to the place that you want to move to. Unless you're drawn to some place or you're visiting already or you're going to talk, meet somebody or hang out. And then you go, oh, I could live here. I want to live here. But I had a client of mine who's been looking at places to move, and her and her husband went and checked out a place. And I actually didn't really see that place for them, but I did see them in a more mountainous area, um, like a college town. But anyway, they couldn't quite put their finger on it. What was it that they weren't resonating with with this place? And he kind of realized, he said, oh, it's um, – there's no crystal stores, there's no health, and he's not, he's older, he's into that, but she's the one that's normally into all that. He's an engineer, but he's been around her, so he's opened up to more the metaphysical. But it came through him, see, because he wasn't in his head. She was trying to figure it out, I'm not sure, I don't know, and he said, oh, and not a lot of health-conscious people. So see, you, you have to see, because the next place you're going to needs to um, represent more of you on a soul level, the true you. Now, many of you, it may be perfect where you are right now in location, in resonance, but you're just doing changes around the house, apartment, whatever, and you're extending out maybe locally in your community and extending out perhaps, you know, via the Internet. But many people are moving because there has been a karmic, not only completion or culmination, which means that all your karma in that particular place that you've been has, is representative enough that you're done with it. So many lifetimes have been in that environment or those scenes or scenarios or many dimensions as well because the culmination is you're taking in other dimensional lives and experiences as well. Uh, white calla lily in the chat. That's what it feels like to know most will be finding their tribe. I feel that it is something I've been searching for most of my life. Yeah, this is going to be a whole new level, like really coming home, like really coming home unto yourself because we've all been coming home more to ourself, our true self. And so now we need to attract that. Also, some of you are builders, you're bridgers and builders, and you're building community or new systems of thought or, or, or through your books or products or workshops or the way you create or the way you start a business or launch a business or run a business. There's something new to the way that you do what you do that is seated with the information of the new paradigm. And so you, there's a place for you to go um, 
let's see. I understand I need to move from where I'm staying. Not sure that means out of town, but I get what you're if that means joy, fun, happiness. Yeah, you're definitely moving. But again, if you right now you're feeling that you're moving, it may not be the time to do the move. It'll become clear. What you need to do is prepare. Get rid of stuff that's not essential. Give it away. Give it to the homeless. Give it. Get rid of stuff. Sell it. Whatever you want to do. Pare down. Get to a place where you feel comfortable, so that when the time comes and you get the message or the opening to move, you're not carrying a lot with you. Whether that's physical ails, emotional baggage or too much of stuff, or stuff that doesn't really resonate with you any longer. And focus on the body, healing the body, taking care of the body, being with your body, just being present, being more present to your body. Okay, let's see. Let's see. I'm going to have to call Hitoru. Okay, you guys, it's time for Awakening Dialogue. And um, since we're having some weirdness, if I've got her number here. Okay, let me see if I can put it in here. Oh, I just got a new number. Okay, let's see. Oh, I love you guys. Here I am typing in a new number for Hetaru so I can call her. Hopefully, she knows that I'm going to be calling. And I'm just chatting with all of you that are just so embracing and peaceful that knowing that I have to do this and just going with it. Okay, let's see. Okay, let's see. Okay. Okay, so I'm trying to call Hetaru, and her number is has a fast, busy signal. So I'm going to try it again. This is so strange. What's going on, anybody? Anybody have... And Mercury Retrograde is finished? Yeah, but we're in the shadow. Now can you hear me, everyone? I can hear you. You can yeah. hear me? Okay, let me see. Okay, because I merged the call, and it didn't merge before. See, I get it before the retrograde in the shadow and after. Ah, they hear us both. Yay, we hear you. Yay. Okay, thanks, everyone in the chat. They did so wonderful. Because there's a lot of people that normally call in to listen by phone. Uh-huh. So they had to go in the chat. They weren't able to get in either. So, okay. Okay. Oh, Hetaru, I've been thinking about you. Well, oh. that's, that's nice to know. You know, I was thinking how many years have you had this show? I think 10, 10 or 12. It's been a while. Because you've been interviewing me almost that long. It's not that yeah. long. <laughs> what is the thing? I'm on back. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> I think it's wonderful. And it seems like. You, you you get in touch with me around the time when we're having these really intense things going yes. on. Yes, I was just thinking that, yes, every time. And I thought of you the other day because something that I saw where they were talking about 
Oh, well, one of them was obviously the tarot coming from Egypt. Um, mm-hmm. But also with yoga, and I was thinking, oh, in a way you've been ahead of your time, you know, with this. Have you felt that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know what, I, I, I wrote, you know, I have a newsletter with my, um, uh, when people, listen, I've had this newsletter through Constant Contact for years, and and um, I just put one out yesterday, and one of the things that came to me, because I always ask, everything, all the work I do, I always ask to be a channel for the ancestors to come through and, and say mm-hmm. what it is that they have to say, because I personally would rather talk about dancing or music or you know all those good things or this ridiculous political stuff that we're going through but the ancestors are the ones that bring forth that spiritual message and but I was thinking um how they knew you know I I, a lot I, I actually had someone call me the other day and she talked about something else but within the conversation um, she had a question. Her question was, is this the end of the world? And mm-hmm. I said, mm, no, <laughs> not yet. No. It's not, not going to be that easy. And that exactly. the, yeah, the ancestors have told us about this particular time. This is what I was putting in my newsletter. They, they, it's not a prediction. They just knew. They just knew that um, the planet itself is evolving, like all life forms, evolving and moving toward the become a sacred planet and the souls that have chosen to participate in whatever way we participate um, are a part of this process and so we just you know in in the uh, in the newsletter I said the things that we can do is to use the tools that they gave us Um, yoga is a wonderful way of maintaining your centeredness with um, with the divine plan the divine energy um, deep breathing. They knew the power of the breath. They, they did not practice uh, yoga. They um, created something way before the the yogis of India called uh, what we now call asanas or hatha yoga. They practiced something called ari ankha, which means breath is the life of the soul. And so everything mm-hmm. that was done uh, revolved around the power of the breath. You know, that's the that's like the mantra so hum I am. You know, whatever. When I was learning this, they were saying, I am he, but I don't say that. (laughs) I am she, or I am that I am. But it's the recognition. And in addition, it's an exciting time. It's a little unnerving at times. Yes. And and certainly questionable, but I'm very grateful that I got into these teachings over 50 years ago. So now I'm really able to put them to use uh, Mm -hmm. as I see all of these, this, this Aquarian age development taking place. Uh, when I was getting into yoga, my yoga teacher was wonderful. She was the first lady of yoga, Indra Devi. Her approach to yoga came, was more centered in what we call the Piscean age. And my, the, my spiritual guides, the ancestors, sent someone to me who was an um, esoteric astrologer. And his and I didn't know this at the time. I didn't know until maybe a week before he actually passed away. But that his mission was to get me uh, my approach to this work was Aquarian age based, less Piscean age. Mm, so bridging from one to the next. Yeah, we're all coming together to create this. 
think people forget it's not going to be created just by itself. We, it has to be oh, boots no. on the ground. People, we, it has to come through us. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, that's, right. who we, that's our mission. Mm-hmm. And I feel for people, really feel for people, Michelle, who um, haven't had any kind of preparation for yeah. this. Yeah. Um, and it is frightening. And, and as I said here, my friend was just wanting to know. I appreciate the fact that she was motivated to ask what I thought about it, um, that is this the end of the world? This is the end of the world as we've known it for mm-hmm. so long. But it's not the end of the planet. That's right. That's, yes. In my um, newsletter, in my newsletter, I also encourage people. See, I, I, you know, you're in California. I'm in Nevada, so our situation isn't as intense as it is in, in California right now. So in the morning, I go out and I take, I take a walk, and I include deep breathing. Now, when I'm walking, I'm not in crowds. I'm, it's me and the ancestors. It's the universe, and I'm using. Oftentimes, I'm using mantra as I'm walking. And so the power of the breath is one of the most important things because that was one of the ways when they were first presenting this idea of, of um, the effect of this virus was that it affected the lungs. Well, I tell folks, learn yogic deep breathing. They can go on my website. I have on my website, I have instructions as to, you know, unless they already know or they already have a teacher or whatever, but to teach, this is, Again, oh, Hetaru. Yes. Would mm-hmm. you t- uh, what is there? It's H-E-T dash H-E-R-U dot com, right? Hetaru. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. That's it. They just have to make sure they put the dash in between. Hetaru. Okay. And my teacher, see, everything in my life, I can see the divine order. Everything. The teachers who came to me at the time they came to me. Out of all the yoga teachers that I could have had at that time, the one that I connect with is the first lady of yoga, one of the major contributors to bringing um, yoga to the Western world. And at the time that I got, she was 70 when um, I met her, and I was only 20. Now, here it is, I'm 70. And so, you know, and it's like I think, wow, you know, time, what time does. And the thing, and the, and the gratitude that I have that I learned from her because she had learning how to do deep breathing down to a science. Mm. So we're exercising the lungs, we're moving the body. The body has to move. That's what it, you know, lying on the couch all day and watching what we're looking at. And okay, so I understand people want to stay influenced, but include meditation. In it, spend time, draw yourself away from that energy, and just listen to listen to the voice of the infinite, whisper its secrets to you, to remind you who you are and that you're a part of. And if more of us, if more of us collectively affirm what we want to see in the on the in the planet in the world right now, that would have more powerful effect in bringing a healing to the planet than constantly watching, you know, how many deaths have taken place and, and, you know, all the other things that are going on. I'm not denying that, but I'm saying we can, I, you know, I'm not a, I consider, I'm not a, a medical healer. 
I respect and appreciate those who are. So what can I do? I can affirm, I can use the power of affirmation and call forth the healing and the balance of the planet. I can do that. I have the power to do that. We all have the power to do that. But if our conversation is rooted in the unpleasant experiences that are going on now, then then wherever thought goes, energy follows. So we're holding that energy onto the planet. We need to elevate. We need to, to, to bring our thoughts and our words up to a higher dimension and affirm how we want the planet to be, not what we're constantly seeing is going, going on. Mm-hmm. Yes, that makes sense. And I agree with you because if, if you can't do something about that or you're not choosing to be proactive or have that inspired action, it does yeah. tend to just, depress you or hold your energy back. You feel helpless. Um, That's good. Helpless, right? So yeah. what would you suggest to people that are feeling that right now that would be helpful? What I was saying before, this was, we, we knew, any of us who have studied the esoteric sciences knew that this, this process, this time was coming. This is not a surprise. It's just like um, the politicians, um, like in the last administration, they knew that the possibility of you know this virus was going to appear again. Right. Well, and so you know, and if we look at the history of the planet, we have these experiences from time to time. We have yes. floods, we have fires, we have all of those. But because there's so much, we're not getting a lot of positive um, um, support right now. We, I feel, we don't have. Um, a lot of times we look toward our leaders to, to, to assist us, to give us a sense of well-being and, and that everything's going to be okay. We're not getting that right now. And so um, the sense is, uh-oh, things are, you know, things are coming to an end. Nope. <laughs> it's, right. it's, just, it's just still too much growth that needs to be taking, taking place. I was telling somebody earlier, this reminds me of the 60s, okay, those of us mm-hmm. who were here during that time. And what all was going on in the 60s? We had the civil rights. We had the assassinations of all these powerful heart chocolate beings. We had um, the Vietnam War. And we had uh, the young folks, like we have now, out in the streets protesting what was going on. And so here we go again. <laughs> you know, so we don't have that kind of war that's killing people. We've got another kind of war. And so... But we survived, and we were better for it. And so my sense is this is going to be the, the same way, and we're going to be better for it because sometimes when things are it's, – it's, I use the example of a temple that's kind of ingrown, and you, you want it to come up to service so you can squeeze it and get it to burst, and, and then finally go away. This stuff that we're dealing with now is, to me, very much like that. There are things that have we've needed to take care of, to – uh, to grow from, and it fascinates me. You know, in the 60s, um, you saw more um, people, more black folks that were out protesting and so forth. And here we are, here we are now, and we've got a mixture of people that are saying, no, we don't want that world anymore. We want this world. So people just have to, you know, just have faith, have mm-hmm. faith. Speaking of which... I had one of the most 
powerful experiences in faith. Um, as you well know, I was living in Texas for a while. And I went there because of the family situation. And uh, it actually, my youngest sister uh, was diagnosed with stage four cancer. And I went there to be with her the last couple of weeks of her life. She has a daughter. And when, um, when my sister passed, it just didn't feel right to leave my sister's daughter. She was you know, 26 years old, but she, it just didn't feel right that I should leave her. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize until a few years later, maybe even after I left there and came here, that I had made a promise to my sister that if anything ever happened to her, when my niece was a little girl, that if anything ever happened to her, that I would make sure I'd take care of her daughter. And so um, here I am really wishing, wanting to leave Texas. And actually, I thought I would go back to California. And um, I'm out walking my little dog, and I didn't realize that I was uh, creating a depression because of the desire to leave Texas and get back to um, to an energy that was more like I felt like right. my energy. Right. And um, I got, while I was walking, I heard, because this is what happens for me, the ancestors spoke to me, and they told me I had given up hope. And I had to stop because as soon as I heard that, I knew that was truth, and that the answer mm-hmm. for that was faith, and that I had learned to live by faith and not by sight. And so they proceeded to tell me we're going to um, um, give you a, a, another formula for an oil, and we're going to call it Imani, and that's the, the uh, Swahili word for faith. And so sure enough, they did that. They gave me the affirmation. And shortly after that, within a year, I'd say, things opened up and I was able to leave leave Texas. My my niece fell in love with someone and they got married and Nanti didn't need to be there anymore. So wow. right now, I love to dance. Okay, I was a dancer before I got into yoga. In fact, my approach to, to doing yoga was from a, as a dancer's perspective uh, with emphasis on, on, on rhythm and breathing. Mm-hmm. So here in Vegas, I've been able to do a lot of dancing. Mm. I've created my friendships. My social life is uh, revolves around dancing. Now, that's all been taken away because the places that we would go for dancing, of course, have closed down. But, but experience, rather than to be angry or to be um, disappointed or any of those other feelings I could have, or concern, when is this, you know, ever going to go away? I, you know, I already went through that. I'm not going to pretend at first, you know. But it dawned on me, there's a reason for everything. And I've learned to live by faith and not by sight. What is it wow. that powerful. The, the universe wants me to focus my attention on to now? To, you know, I'll go back to dancing. Eventually this will change. Of course it will. But right now, what's the message? What is it? And that's a message to everybody. Okay, so we're not doing what we used to do. What are we going to do now? What's in, what's in the And that's a lesson. Be here now. That's what Ram Dass used to teach us. Be here now. What can you take care of now? Do you need to spend a little more time taking care of your health? Do you, is this a good time to write that book you've been, <laughs> been saying you're going to write for a while? Or, or spend time with your family or whatever. Embrace the now. Because eventually, that's going to shift. It always shifts. But embrace what you need to embrace now. Oh, that's beautiful. What do you think um, shifted for you? You said like the hope or the despair, hopeless. 
despair. And then, of course, you channeled that um, oil, which I love your oil. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> thank you. What do you think helped you shift or what was the shift? To be reminded to live by faith and to know, just to know, hey, oh, that's right. There's a divine uh, force in my life that will put me in my right place at the right time. Stop fighting this flow with it. Embrace it. Mm-hmm. I've had that experience. I'll, I'll tell you, um, back in the late, let's see, let's see, 1999, 2000, maybe a little bit before, um, I, I was having an issue with a um, fibroid, fibroid tumor. And this thing, apparently, it, it got pretty big, and, and um, it was like 10 pounds. And, of course, it was affecting my my menstrual cycle, and I was severely anemic and everything else. Yeah. And so I just, I'm a, I'm a, by nature, I'm a person that deals with natural remedies. I always prefer that. I recognize, if nothing else, this experience taught me that there are times when allopathic medicine is the, you know, uh, right need uh, to go. And that was one of these times. But I was... I was struggling and struggling, resisting, resisting, and then I just got a message, would you please just let go and mm-hmm. and trust? Mm-hmm. And sure enough, doors opened up. In, I'm living now in San, at that time in Santa Barbara, and, uh, you know, my income, I, it wasn't like I had a lot of money, but someone referred me to a program that they had there in Santa Barbara, a medical program, and it ended up that they – put me in the in the best hospital in Santa Barbara. Uh, the doctor that removed the fibroid was the um, uh, gynecologist in Santa Barbara. Everybody was saying, oh, you need to go to Dr. Turner, Dr. Turner, Dr. Turner. Right. And sure enough, that's who, who did this, and I had the best nurses and whatever. I've had teeth removed <laughs> that were more difficult than what place we're having this tumor removed. So it was a, a, a lesson in, would you please just affirm and let go and trust? Well, everybody, affirm and let go and trust. This is your path. This is all a part of the process. At that moment when I remembered to live by faith, live by faith and not by sight, not by what appears to be, but by the knowing Mm-hmm. That that's when the doors just started opening. Like I said, my niece at that time, my niece was overweight and she was very asthmatic, and all of her her uh, college friends were married or getting ready to get married or were starting their families, and here she was. And, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, I, I just like I said, didn't want to leave her, and, and I didn't know how any of this was going to to fall into place. And then next thing I know, this woman decided. You know, she wanted to make a change in her life. She lost almost 80 pounds. She went online, actually, and found this man, and um, they fell in love. The sheriff in, in, in there in Texas, in the town we were living in, in Austin, I guess. And um, they just, they just after five years, they still love each other dearly. And it's just, it was just a matter of trust. You have to, you know, I was raised... Um, in a teaching that taught me to fear God. And it was when I became a devotee of Satya Sai Baba, which the approach, who was a holy man in um, 
in India and considered to be an avatar you know, mm. by many. He taught bhakti yoga, which is the path of devotional love. And no matter, you know, I've heard all sorts of stories said about Baba since, you know, I, I no longer consider myself a devotee of anybody, to be honest with you, because I'm an Aquarian age person. Right, right. I'm an Aquarian age, you know, but as a Tyson age, it was just, and, um, but the greatest gift Baba gave me, he gave me two. There were lots of them, but two in particular. One was to learn that God was love. And secondly, when it was time for me to move on and to grow, I, it literally felt like I was being kicked out of the, the fold there. And I was able to, t- it wasn't easy. <laughs> and, you know, I, I wanted to cling on, <laughs> hold on to it. But I had to live by faith and not by sight. And so what I learned during those years of following his teachings um, are still with me. Same way with Indra Devi, you know. Um, but we're also meant to grow. And that's the same way with this planet. <laughs> It's it's meant to grow, doing the same thing that it's been doing for thousands of years. Is not growing. So, and again, we souls really we chose to be a part of it. Yeah. So I'm wondering if this is because I so agree with you. There's less we can know in figuring out, and and which means not having that sight. I mean, even today, I had to flow with. I had this whole plan that was even. I mean, was very generous and good and you know of service but it wasn't the plan it wasn't the bigger picture for whatever reason right Mm -hmm. what is that old saying life life is what's going on uh well something about making a plan yeah 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 so i'm wondering if part of this this part of the awakening is to get us to more to that spirit soul connection to have faith in that unseen yes. or all that is, or God, if it's if it's if it's nudging us in that direction, to live more in that place. Okay, yeah. The difference in the Piscean age was that we sought out the gurus, the teachers, and we followed them. Jesus was known as the fisher of men. People followed Jesus, the Buddha, Muhammad, etc. In today's world, the Aquarian age teachings is the recognition of our own divinity, that each of us is what we call God. And, you know, and I'm always a little reluctant to use that word because, you know, we've been given uh, uh, ideas of what God is supposed to be. For example, to me, God is not male. So I don't, you know, okay. I always said... One no, I, I know the same. Mm-hmm. I did my thesis on God as an energy. I look at it as the all that is yeah. energy. Exactly. But you're right. A exactly. lot of the image we got was like Santa Claus, like a bearded exactly. man up in the sky somewhere calling the shot. <laughs> and and if you did wrong, you got punished and went to this place called hell. Yeah, exactly. And so that that was the gift also that I got by being a cyborg devotee with learning that the hell is it's not. <laughs> We we can live either heaven, right now, right now, this looks like hell that we're experiencing. And yes, in some ways there is a hell there, but there's also a heaven. And we have the choice of which we wish to embrace. If we say, okay, infinite source, divine wisdom, infinite intelligence, whatever name we want to give, I trust, I know 
that you're with me in all ways. I begin my day, and I've said this for years, I begin by affirming the energy that I want to tap into. I do that first. And then I I do the, the everyday stuff that most people do. But I say this is the day that God has made it. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. And then, most importantly, everybody, you proceed to thank. You thank all the reasons for which you say all the, the things for which you are to be grateful for. And there is a lot. Sometimes we just need to be reminded. And we're putting that into the universe. Hey, I'm grateful for my health from the top of my head down to the tips of my toes. I'm grateful for the health of those that I love and care for. And I'm grateful for the health of this planet. See, we don't always recognize the power of who we are. We are the infinite made definite. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I had a teacher that used to tell us that there is healing and blessing even in a smile. And people aren't smiling a lot right now because, you know, I understand why. I truly understand. But the more we walk or talk, um, when I was the early days of yoga, in a lot of ways, I lived like a, a, Yogi, the Rooney monk. You know, I I isolated myself in a lot of ways from the, the ways of the world. That was the teaching. That's what we thought we were supposed to do, and that's what the, you know the fathers and mothers of yoga did. You know, they moved out of the the cities and went up into the Himalayas and they studied with whatever, because that was that was the teaching. And then I finally realized that that which I was seeking, I already am, and so. Let me express that everywhere I go. Healing and blessing, even in a smile. That doesn't mean that I'm a doormat because if you know I don't accept that kind of stuff. The same teacher used to teach that love without boundaries was foolish. I had to learn that lesson. Three husbands later, I had to learn that lesson. But it is the recognition that we are the infinite made definite. And in that, um, our major lesson in life is is to be an expression of love. Yes. Now, Hikaru, we have in the chat, Mm -hmm. Laura saying, I've been trying to figure out a way to convey this to friends and family who are struggling right now. And that's a good point because there are a lot of people that are struggling. Um, I know I've had people, I've been actually kind of surprised or shocked. Certain people get like, I don't know what they're reading or they get in these discussions on Facebook and then they're just like, I don't know, dismantled. Their energy is just like, you know, one side or the other, fearful, you know, mm-hmm. you name it. So having that compassion, holding that space, people are wondering, like you said, you know, uh, was it your your friend, your niece, right? Your friend or niece? Mm-hmm. My niece that is in Texas. Yeah. Oh no no no! You're talking about the friend. That, yes. The friend. Okay. The friend. Yeah, the friend mm-hmm. thing about mm-hmm. the end of the the world and people are yes. panicky, um, mm-hmm. or they're thinking someone's going to try to get there, going to imprison us. Yes. I mean, there's a lot yeah. out there. Any yeah. thoughts on that? Sure. You can stand over a planet, and you can think and speak beautiful words to it, and it will blossom and grow. Or you can stand on the, over the planet and think negative things to it and speak negative things, and it will die on you. Mm. 
mm-hmm. I've learned that with most of the time, people are not always ready to hear what it is that you have to say. Mm-hmm. And as a teacher, I know you know, know this as well, when you're sharing information with people and they, they say, yes, but, when they do that with me three times, I know they're not listening, they're not ready to hear it yet. Wow. So what I do is when I think about them, I in, envelop them in light and in love. We all have our, our timing, our process. Mm-hmm. And so rather than to try to convince, because that does not work, rather than try to convince someone or force them to something, um, I, I, I will often say to someone, you know, um, I know it's a difficult time for you, but I have every bit of faith this is going to come out really well for you. And sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, it moves them out of the, the warrior energy or the, you know, I'm right and you need to understand I'm right about this because that, like I said, that didn't work. <laughs> Those 15 right. years of having that Kalman Studio of Yoga, I learned that lesson. But to just just affirm who they really are, and that and that's why they're in your presence to help you to remember, no matter what they're saying, what they're doing. In truth, this is we are all the infinite made definite, and so we affirm what it is that we want for them. We don't tell them how it's going to be, you know, because that's we just recognize. I have every bit of faith. That, you're, that life is going to be good for you and that you're going to be okay. Mm. And that's very and it's, peaceful. Say, yeah. Well, it's what I've learned as a teacher, as a consultant, you know, as a, a small business owner, all that too. I have, there's a gentleman that I used to dance with, and um, he, he, he and I have different uh, political uh, points of view. And uh, the, he would be the only one that had had this this idea, and the rest of us. And so we all attempted to get him to see our way of thinking. And so um, he never really seemed. He would act at that moment like he was hearing this, but it almost became a game for him. And so after I stopped dancing, he would call me, and he would he he's into conspiracy theories. And my second husband, that was his thing. There were six and a half years of listening to to conspiracy theories. And for me, um, it had a really negative effect on me. In fact, that was a part of this tumor that I had. It was just, I was embracing too much negativity, and I had to remove myself from it. But I told him, I said, you know, this is, I don't enjoy listening to conspiracy theories. I don't want to hear it, so please you know, keep that to yourself. Well, he didn't want to pay me any attention on that. So how do you handle that? Quick. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Get that message? (laughs) Quick. (laughs) I wish you well, but mm -mm. (laughs) you're never going to take my bliss away from me. (laughs) Yeah, because it just um, freezes people. Yeah, and and just tell the person that Lori said was her name, Laura. Laura, you know, just, and then White Calla Lily also said she's going to use what you're saying. Uh, oh, good. Yeah, to get through this because I think a lo- there are people yeah. having challenges, and some people do want you to go oh, in that 
rabbit hole, I always say, listen, I've been in the rabbit hole a few times enough. I know what's down there. I don't need to keep yeah. going. It's, it's, you know. That's right. That's but right. I, I do feel like what you're saying, there are, and sometimes you get blindsided, you're not having that conversation, then all of a sudden, there it comes, you know. Yeah. I would have, when I had my yoga studio, and I would teach my class, inevitably, I'd have students come up to me afterwards and would say, because, you know, I was new, I was only 24 when I was in that studio, so I was very young, inexperienced, but a very good teacher. Mm-hmm. And so they would say, do you mind if I talk to you for a few minutes? And I didn't understand the question. Anyway, I said, sure. And an hour later, I'm drained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're revitalized. Yeah. They just sucked up all my energy. Yeah. And then they had to leave and go down to their therapist. <laughs> and I had to finally learn, stop doing that. <laughs> if yeah. you want some kind of consult, that's when I started doing readings. If you want some type of, of, of consultation, um, you know, schedule an appointment. This is what I charge. And, you know, let's do it that way. But just you sitting here like an energy vampire sucking up my positive energy that I'm working so hard on to maintain, and you're getting a free ride here. No, quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes I find with those people, because they're really not investing in themselves, then they yeah. go back mm-hmm. into the mucky. They go back into the chat mm-hmm. room or the wherever that information is spinning them out. They keep going yeah. back in there. I've told some people, stop yeah. going in there. Stop reading mm-hmm. those posts. Buy, click yeah. on. Hide them. Just don't. You keep okay. and just Stop going back in there because it's not having, it's not life enhancing. It's detracting from you and your your energy, you know? Yep. In fact, it's just the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you don't have... It, it, do you remember the the um, movie, The Wiz? What movie? Oh, what no. The oh, movie called The Wiz. Yeah. yeah. And she says, uh, she sang this song, No More, No no Bad News, Don't Bring <laughs> Bad News. Yeah. There's enough of that anyway. <laughs> so, well, how can people... Um, teach you? Um, get a hold of you. And Please go to my website, and they can sign up uh, under the contact and um, uh, sign up for my my e- um, uh, email. Then I can let them know about the newsletter, or you know, they can email me, or they can see some of the other stuff that I do there on the website. So it is h e t dash h e r u dot com. Okay, and you have two emails. Is one the info? Info at. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. But it's a small h e t dash small h e l u. Okay, perfect. Oh, thank you for gracing us today with your oh, beautiful presence and wisdom. My pleasure. Yeah. And, and thank you for the work that you do, Michelle. This is not easy, not easy work, but you hang tough, and I really do. Yeah, that. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Even thank the twists and turns of it. All right, yes. big hug to you, and yes. thank you for being on thank the program. Thank you, Take care. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Bye. 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 All right, everyone. Uh, that was Hetaru. You can find out more information by going to hetaru.com. That's H-E-T-H-E-R-U.com. And, oh, what, a, what amazing energy and show. Thank you, everyone in the chat. You were amazing. 
thanks for rolling with this, rolling and going with the flow with um, the technical challenges that we had. I so appreciate it. If you're interested in aligning to your future self, to shift, to align what you want to manifest, um, you can email me at info at soulplayground.life. Or better yet, even just go to the website and go to, um, I believe it says teleworkshops and events. Be inspired, stay inspired, stay connected, and stay awake. <laughs> it's also on Eventbrite, or you can go to soulplayground.life and check it out there in the workshop events section. Lots of love and light to all of you. Um, I just really appreciate all of you. And subscribe, connect with me on YouTube. Let me know how you're doing. I'm on Instagram and Facebook also, and I'd love to hear how you guys are navigating through this energy and what kind of insights you're having and how you are awakening more and more and living more from your soul. Um, so if you resonate with that, please share that with me. All right, everyone, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and, of course, keep awake. I'm Awakenings broadcasts every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?